Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. based on fiction all right ladies and gents welcome back to true stories based on fiction the youtube show on youtube uh, i am evan the third host and i'm joined by always on the youtube channel by randy and his blinker uh, and my blinker <laughs> yeah, i'm turning i'm driving <laughs> and i am in the studio um we weren't able to get together in person this week so we decided to give you a quick little on the road skype episode and i so, if you're if you notice, my video is a lot better because I have a, a, a webcam, a better HD webcam now. Not that, it, not that anyone complained, but in case you were wondering why my shit looks like it's 1998, sharper. yeah, much sharper now. <laughs> but um, so we are going to this time around. We're a bit late and we missed a couple of pay per views, but we're going to continue our pay per view reviews and have a reaction to WWE Payback. Which was as we record this two last week. It was on Sunday. Yes, it was on Sunday. Not this Sunday, the previous Sunday, all right. Yeah, it was that maybe. They did two shows in a row, so one week was SummerSlam, and then the yeah. next week was uh, Payback. Payback. So I'm pretty sure it was this this last Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So we're not Fair too enough. far behind. Yeah. So payback was essentially um, the WWE's way of, of continuing the storyline. It's basically a two-night SummerSlam, like they had two nights of WrestleMania. But although so, they, they did, pretty much, yeah. Although they did progress the storylines, uh, especially in, in the last match, but. Um, and it was pretty short and sweet too. So that's my first uh, first uh, reaction to it. It was pretty short short and sweet. Got right to the point. I think it only had like four or five matches, right? Yeah, it didn't have a whole lot. I mean, they, they only used one week to build it, and yeah. the whole thing was basically about Roman Reigns coming back. I mean, mm -hmm. that's all that it was really. Yeah. Because we had uh, Apollo Crews versus uh, uh, what's his name, Lashley, Kevin Lashley. Brian Lashley? Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Uh, then we had... Um, uh, who's next? Keith Lee and Randy Orton. Yes, yep, Keith Lee Keith. and Randy Orton. Which he, he beat him cleanly, too. Yeah. But Which surprising. I, I feel like Randy is kind of like Stone Cold. He doesn't mind putting you over if it makes sense and like doesn't make him look super bad. Because like right. Stone Cold got mad about Brock Lesnar... It was because it had no build-up. It was just like a, a throwaway match. Yep. But it, and and I believe that Stone Cold would put anybody over if it made sense. Now with Stone Cold though, and I guess Randy is in the same spot. Their fame is kind of on a downswing anyhow. Sure. So um, they did Randy more of a favor than it did Stone Cold because Stone Cold Austin versus Brock Lesnar wasn't the, the 1998. Stone Cold. No. 
No, it was, what, when did Lesnar show up? 2000, 2001? Yeah. Somewhere in there? Yep. 2002, uh, maybe? Yeah, maybe something like that, yeah. Um, but that was that was when Austin was he was more beaten down at that point. Yes, I don't think he wasn't wrestling nearly as often. And he that's when he had kind of devolved into more of a comedy character. Yeah, that's Whereas, his, uh, just coming off the WCW Alliance yep, stuff and yep. all that. Probably, uh, which is a very weak point in the, in the arc of a Stone Cold, in my opinion. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, they don't talk about that nearly as much as no. they talk about his earlier stuff. Not at all. Not at all. Um, so, first we'll, we'll like run down the matches, and then we'll talk about them um, individually. So, so then the third match was a third match. Um, Ray and Son versus Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins. Was that third yeah, match? Yeah, I believe so. And then yeah. the fourth match was a triple threat between Roman Reigns, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, and um, the monster, Brock, um, yeah, Brock Lesnar. Yep. So, four matches. No, not Brock, yeah, Roman Reigns. I mean, I mean yeah. Uh, Braun Strowman. Bron, yeah, sorry. Braun Strowman. Strowman. So, um, was he always bald? Like, he had a huge comb over that ponytail? Apparently, mm-hmm. right? No, I think he just shaved it off. But I mean, he he never had like a whole lot of hair, other than it being really long. I think that ponytail was covering up his boss. Well, no, it definitely was because I've I've seen that boss body had. But yeah, so yeah. that ponytail was probably like his only hair on his head, and just put it all the way over. Because yeah. uh, if 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 he's gonna do that, he should probably make sure like that he keeps shaving that like the edges of it because like it looked kind of bad. It's kind of like the reverse Hogan. Yes, yes. Hogan rocked that bald spot on top with just the, the long hair on the side. Yeah. Years. But uh, Brian could do that now because, like, he's that bald. I mean, and, and this is coming from a baldy man himself, so, like, we're in the same <laughs> camp. But it looked kind of bad. Now, on SummerSlam, it looked good, but he was too lazy like, to, get, to keep keep up shaving it. But anyway, uh, so back to the first match, which was the Apollo Crews of the Hurt Business versus uh, Bobby Lashley. Other way around. Apollo oh, Crews is in yeah. the Hurt Business. <laughs> it's been a long Bob- week, folks. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Lashley's in the Hurt Business. Yes. With Shelton Benjamin and MVP. Um, and then, yeah, fighting Apollo Crews. Do you, do you kind of feel like uh, that whole storyline is kind of Segregated. I think they're, they're. That's how I feel. Yeah, they're. They have all the black guys fighting each other. Out That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like it's, it's his own little world. Yeah. It's like separate but equal. Unless they all come together and become the nation of domination. Now that would be a nice little swerve. And yeah. then even in the beginning, they had uh, like the other two black wrestlers uh, in there. Uh, um, the dude with the mohawk. Cedric? Yes, yep. Had, had him in there, and who I Ricky think Sack. is black. He might be black? I'm pretty sure he's black. He's at least half. There, he, he was Black Panther. Like, he had Black Panther-inspired gear. I'm guessing he's black. I think we've I had mean, this conversation before. I, yeah, <laughs> off the mic. But if he's not black and had, like, Black Panther gear on, that, that means more, I feel like. Yeah. But um yeah, but any in any event, they had probably the two other prominent black 
people in that same storyline at a point. But anyway, yep. it was a pretty good match. Um, well, they, they still have Cedric in it because he was in one of them fought one of, one of them was fighting in Raw Underground against one of the Hurt Business guys. Okay. I'm pretty okay. sure it was Cedric. So he's still around. Like, I don't know what what they're doing with those guys. But yeah, yeah. We can have an entire episode about how they buried uh, uh, Ricochet. Because he, he was on top of the world. Yeah. And they said, oh, he's a superhero. And then he just got corny. And then now he's wearing panties instead of wearing his long pants. And he's trash. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what, what happened to Ricochet. Something. It's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame. But in terms of the match, it, it was a good match. They looked, everyone came off, came off looking like a star. Um, yep. Although Apollo Crews lost the match, he did get his 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 comeback after the match, uh, which I thought was pretty good. Um, yeah. The match um, I told told a pretty good story. Um, so um, on that first match, uh, my my reaction is, I would say like it's a pretty good match overall. Yeah, no, my, I I think the Apollo Crews Bobby Lashley match is good. And then they need to get the title on Lashley to continue the storyline. So, yeah, it makes and sense. and putting him with MVP is a good move because uh, Bobby Lashley, like Brock Lesnar, has no mic game, and then his voice isn't as intimidating as his look. So he needs yeah. someone to speak for him so he can be the strong, silent type. I want to say they were together in TNA as well, or Impact, or whatever it was at the time, um, under the the beatdown crew. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of the Impact guys are writing Raw now, because Jeff really? Jarrett's a writer on Raw, and so is uh, Abyss. Abyss. Can't remember his real name, but the guy that was Abyss in TNA, yep. he's he's working for Raw as well. So like AJ Styles' lawyer, recently. Huh. Like uh, how Smart Mark played... Uh, Oh, what's his face is a lawyer on um, AEW. Yep. Yep. Um, it, it's interesting how far Bobby Lashley has fallen, though, because uh, he, he definitely should be like a mainstream attraction. Uh, he has to look for it, and he, he has the skill. Because back when he came out in, in the early 2000s, he was kind of trash, but now he's actually pretty decent. Yes. But I think I think with MVP in them, I think he, he, they could easily build him back up to a main event wrestler. Much if, better than the storyline they had with Lana going. That, yeah, yeah, much better than that. But the problem is, um, they have to keep the, make the hurt business who can still focus on Apollo Crews, but expand it to like a faction that actually does shit with other people on Raw besides just like Apollo Crews, like the other black wrestlers. Yeah, no, they they can get into like Drew McIntyre and Raw yes. seems right now Raw has a lot of factions. That are like based on race, it seems like. Yeah, could they have like MVP's crew? Then you got Apollo Crews and Cedric and Ricochet, and they're all just kind of, you know, they're not a faction, but they're there together. Mm -hmm. You got Zelina Vega and her her Mexican guys. They had like the white guy on there, but like, then like he got. uh... He's back to NXT now. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was just on NXT last week. Um, After he got me too. Yeah. 
Um, oh, wrestling me too, you know? Yeah. Then they like have like an Arians on with uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's true. Him and Buddy Murphy and. You mean Murphy? Uh, he's he's just oh, Murphy now. Uh, just Murphy. I'm sorry. <laughs> no first names. Right. <laughs> but okay, um, on to match number. Rollins, just me, Rollins. Right, <laughs> Seth. Um, match two we had. Um, who do we have again? I don't got the list in front of me. Uh, I think match two was. Wait, was there like a tag team match, a female tag team match in there too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there was uh, Sasha and Bailey versus Nia and Shayna Baszler. And, and did they win? Shayna and Nia won. Yeah. So now, like the two woman power trip is done, because uh, the only person who has a belt still is uh, is Bailey, which I think is going to cause a, that that implosion. Because in in a, a, a span of seven days, Sasha lost both of her belts. Yep. Yeah. Sasha problem, two belts on the Sasha zero belts. <laughs> zero belts. The problem with that whole storyline is the fact that um, Sasha Banks is obviously hurt. And she's not doing very much in the ring anymore. Cause like her work rate has gone down tremendously lately, a lot. Yeah. Cause like she's clearly hurt, and yeah. Bailey cannot hold her own in a flu- in a feud with with a uh, Banks. So uh, I'm not really that excited about where this is gonna go. Yeah, face Bailey could, heal Bailey not so much. It would be Me. interesting. To me, face and Hill Bailey were equally as trash. <laughs> but that's just one. That's just one of reporters' opinion. Um, yeah, so like, there's not really much to say about that match. Uh, well, good news that um, that what's her face, uh, Nia Jax, didn't harm anyone this time at least. It's true. Because <laughs> she's known for doing that all the time. Yep. Well, um, just have Shayna in there, and Shayna will just choke her out. Yep. <laughs> So after that, we had a pretty good match between uh, one of my all-time favorite wrestlers and and who could be up there as well if they stop them from wearing a dress now. Uh, but Randy Orton versus uh, Keith Lee. Keith Lee wearing a dress? Yeah. <laughs> Keith Lee is wearing um, the, the undergarments that all of like the really attractive women wear, like the little... Loose shorts, but like, but, but, but then, like, if a girl has nice derriere, like, it pokes out in the loose shorts, like, that's what Keith Lee has on. Same thing that uh, Samoa Joe had on, yeah. Samoa Joe would always wear the loose shorts, but then also, Keith Lee's are pink. I don't know, I feel like yeah. they're trying to like play them almost. They it's weird with him because they've changed, they tried changing his attire up, like, on his debut. I had him wearing that shirt and everything. My payback, at least, he was away from that and just back to, like, his shorts, you know, loose shorts as they were. Um, but then they took away his music, too. Yeah, and, like, he, he had amazing music. Yeah. Or, or I mean, wrote, like, he rapped on Music. Like, music. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, that was him rapping on it originally, too. Really? 
and he did his own theme for the indies as well. So he's he said to give him time, and he'll come up with something. I think what's going on is uh, WWE is no longer affiliated with CFO, the uh, musician they were using, mm-hmm. to write all these themes. And they're just trying to get away from his music. So, or their music, whoever they were. Um, so they're going with new stuff. That's why Seth Rollins has a new theme. But, Seth, Lee has a new theme. but Rollins, at least, is a pretty good one. Yeah. It makes sense to the character. Having yeah. Keith Lee come out with like a Brock Lesnar type theme made no sense whatsoever. None. But he said, like, give, give him time and he will. He's like, I, I can hear you. They hear you. We're working on it. So he's like, don't be mad about the music right now. He's like, we will, like we'll fix it. We get it. So. But um, as you said earlier, though, it, it was a, a really good match in the fact that uh, Keith Lee, because you would think how they typically do it, a guy comes up from, from NXT and he yep. gets buried by the people from Raw or SmackDown trying to show, although they claim it's a three equal brands, the people from yeah. NXT always get the short end of, of the stick. Yep. Unless it's Class of Champions from last year. I mean, oh, no, that, oh, what was that, Survivor Series? Survivor Series, I think NXT won. Yes. Yep. Yeah. You had, like, Matt Riddle and Keith Lee and all them, so. I think Keith Lee needs to grow back his beard. Yeah, that's the other thing. He looks weird with that little... Because who does this anymore, huh? Who does that? Nobody does that anymore. Nope. This is a 1990... He's not Dave Matthews' band. <laughs> Just rocking the soul patch. He's not Hootie. And or, like, the fucking Blowfish. Nope. Or Darius Rucker. Nope. It looks crazy on him, honestly. Um, I thought we were picky, but whatever. <laughs> but uh, overall, a really good match. Um, it, it made Keith Lee look good. And then Randy Orton is one of the few people, to, if he wins or lose, don't really matter to him. No, because he's going to be move on to the next thing anyway. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't, like Randy Orton, something, he doesn't need a title to make no. that a pay-per-view. He doesn't need, like, he, he can take a loss and still continue on because he's Randy Orton yep like he'll keep doing what he's doing I mean he's one of the highest paid guys they got there aside from Edge now who's making a lot of money as well for a few appearances but wait so Randy is making that much money because I don't figure I mean wait wait is Randy making Brock Lesnar money I don't know if he's making Brock Lesnar money he's in the millions really heard I've heard he's one of the highest paid guys hmm. in one of the lists of whatever. Right, highest paid people? Highest paid wrestlers or whatever. I've, if I remember, he's one of the higher paid guys. And he works, I don't think he works as many dates as the other guys do right now, but he doesn't have to because he's been there so long. Um, he's a name. They can put him in a sure. pay-per-view main event whenever they need to, so... They don't have a lot of guys like that anymore. No, they definitely don't. But yeah, um, overall, oh yeah, so that was a good match. Uh, 
And the next match on the card was, I think, Matt Riddle versus uh, King Corbin. Yeah. Terrible match. Terrible build-up. Trash. And, like, you can tell that SmackDown has writers that are different from the writers at NXT. Because even in, in, in Matt Riddle's pre-match interview, I'm like, who is this guy? You can tell that, like, you read it from a script. Oh, no, yeah. harsh my mellow, bro. It, it was really bad. Yeah. No. I was like, like a, it, it felt real kiddie. Like it did. Was, it did. Absolutely. I feel like they're, they're I, treating Matt Riddle like he's a kid. Yes. And Black he could do a he could do a lot better than King Corbin. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like I was not impressed at all. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it for that match. I, I would say. Yeah, I mean it was a pretty short match too. Yeah. Uh, then was the Mysterio family versus uh, does Seth Rollins group have a name? I don't think so. Rollins and Murphy. They named Messiah and his disciples. Yes. Rollins and Murphy. Which used to be plural, but now it's singular. Yep. And a Murphy is a, is actually like a pretty good wrestler, but like now like he doesn't talk. He barely has any matches. I feel terrible for him. Murphy, yeah. He just slid right down that car. Because uh, back yeah. when I first heard, back when I start, back when I first started like to watch again. I forget who he who like he had like a little um program with maybe he MJ a, Alistair he had a thing going with yes. Alistair Black yes no 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 because he's stronger but Alistair like whipped his ass like all three at the times right yeah. not that one um it was like around the Royal Rumble of maybe twenty nineteen or maybe twenty eighteen maybe it was Daniel Bryan. I think it might have been, but he looked strong. He looks he looked cool beside like his weird pants. Yeah. Uh, but now he's just a, a disciple. But anyway, back to the match. Um, what were your thoughts on Dominic Mysterio the second time around? I think he. I mean, he did good. I can't. Yeah. He hit the moves, and he really. The kid's gonna be a wrestler. I mean, that's pretty straightforward. The frog but, um, splash, the frog splash was a nice touch. Was decent. It, it, it was, see, but isn't that a call back to uh, Eddie Guerrero being being his dad? Yeah. The whole storyline. Yeah. I hope he. I hope he made Eddie proud. <laughs> his real dad. R.I.P. Because what is kind of crazy if that's his real mom. She's not that taller than the Ray. No, she's not. But he's like he's six foot tall. Taller than both of them. Yeah. So that gave me some. I mean, but at the same time, Eddie wasn't that tall either. No, he wasn't. Eddie's probably five five when Ray is like five. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like that. That part's all strange. Uh, but I, I also wish that a Dominic who's been trying to, who's been courting the wrestling business for probably a good two years now at least to my knowledge 
He yeah. couldn't have gotten him bigger in that time. Like he, he has like no muscles at all. Yeah. He looks I mean, like Robert Pattinson Batman. Oh god. Skinny. Well, he was like, wearing a muscle suit. I mean <laughs> it looked like at least. Painted on muscles. Dominic looks, needs, needs like, like to paint on he muscles. He looked like Mysterio's outfits from WCW. Yeah. Yep. And then um I feel like his hood should be detachable because people could just yeah. grab him by the hood and just analyze just like, right with him. Yep. Um but that match was actually pretty long and it told a story. Mm-hmm. And the story of Ray Mysterio, like last two years at least, is always him getting beat up all the time and winning maybe one in 25 matches. I don't know why he lets him do that to him. And that continues with it, uh, with his son. He ba- They barely won the match. Yep. And people still love Ray Mysterio, but the fact that his booking is so questionable to me. Yeah. It's almost like it's almost like fifty fifty booking. It's not even fifty fifty booking, bro. It's like it's eighty twenty. Seventy five twenty five. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can see that point, but it's bad, man. Like him and the son, they always now. Granted, Ray Mister Ray should be on on, on, on two hundred five live if that's still a thing. He it shouldn't is. be with like he shouldn't be with like with the heavyweights. So I guess the fact the fact that he is with the heavyweights, he has to lose the bulk of the time, but Seth Rollins isn't that big, and Buddy no. isn't that big. No. It's just the way Ray's booked. Ray's always booked as the little man. Like, and that's the the match style he works. But I feel like he was booked a little bit better at, at WCW. That's good. It was all cruiserweights back then. I mean... True. It's all cruiserweights. Yeah, but, and yeah, there were more named cruiserweights back then to... Yeah. To go against. I mean, Buddy Buddy would be a cruiserweight, definitely. Yeah, because um, wasn't Buddy on on two hundred five live? He was. He was the champ for a while. Yeah. After Pac left, or Neville, whatever you want to call him, yeah. and Enzo. How you doing? <laughs> um. Yeah, but wait till they bring those guys back. Joey, whatever. Oh, God. Uh, uh, sidebar. Enzo and Leo Rush are two of the best people on the mic to me of the yeah. current generation. Yeah. And when Leo was with uh, Bobby Lashley, that was a great tandem. Mm-hmm. They should never ended that. My man, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Didn't he just say some stuff? like Again? Or something. No, like, isn't that why they split him up? I don't know. Yeah. Um, so Leo Rush has a bit of a ego problem because he thought that the, the, the WWE should pay f- to fly him, his wife, and their kids to every single city, not knowing that the wrestling business is you're renting the car, driving city to city by yourself, and your family is on the road with you. So he thought because he's a big star that they should pay for him to do everything. And. You're not Brock Lesnar. Right. You're some guy that we barely know. Brock Brock bought a plane. So and Brock bought his that. own plane, yes. Because yep. I'm pretty sure that that still is the same as it was back in the 90s, right? Like, th- yeah. They aren't being flown city to city. Like, 
They're driving, yeah, and they're, then they're driving, and and like your family isn't on the road with you the nope. full time because uh, he, unless you're like, unless you're like Lacey Evans, like I think they're like her husband and, probably drives her and, and daughter come, yeah, but they drive there and like they're getting paid to come with her, so no. uh, that's how like, he messed up the first time because like yeah. his ego got like a little bit out of whack, but then like he was allowed to come back to um. NXT, but I think he got brought back, given the championships, just take away from him and throw him right under the bus. Because cause that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Also, that's right when they had like the issue with uh, Jordan Miles. Yeah. So I think they want to bring like a black guy back in, like give him like uh, a title to ma- to make him look a little bit better at, at that time. I agree. But okay, so uh, that match was told a good story. It was a pretty good match. And then we had the main event, which was a triple threat match between now the newly turned heel Roman Reigns versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt versus the monster Braun Strowman. Um, so what the were your thoughts on that? The whole match was the Fiend and Bray beating the shit out of each other, and Roman just coming in to finish it. That was yeah, that was, was so the dumb. Match. Yeah, the entire match. That was stupid. Like, I like yeah. heel Roman. Because who doesn't like your Roman? I mean, let Roman just be a heel. And, and it was a brand new teeth he got. Yeah. But the whole let Bray and The Fiend just beat the hell out of each other. They just gave The Fiend the title for seven days to have him yep. wrap it to Roman Reigns. Just whatever. It's fine. But it's just it's kind of ridiculous. Yes, I agree. Now, so, Bray is—is is he a tweener now, or is, is he full babyface? I have no idea. You would assume the way that the Roman beat him down, he'd be a babyface. <laughs> and maybe that beating was turning him babyface. Probably. Because I heard a rumor that the people in the Thunderdome were uh, were told to boo Roman. Oh really? Yeah. All good. But all this time that they spent making people like Roman with his uh, maybe leukemia, yeah, leukemia. Um, <laughs> so with all of that, I mean, all they had to do was leave Roman alone and have people keep hating him. Because why make take all this time to make people like Roman to turn him heel, and I want them to boo, boo him again. And then, yeah, it doesn't make sense. He's trying to be like the new Brock Lesnar because he's a Heyman guy now. Would Brock Lesnar wait to the last minute of the match to jump in? Yes. Okay, well, I guess so then. Because I thought that that move was dumb. Wait till it. Well, I mean, old, old Healy, real Healy Brock Lesnar would. Like, Royal Rumble 2020 Brock Lesnar did not. Like, no, right. He, he went after everybody right away. And he said, screw it. I don't want to defend my title at WrestleMania. I'm just going to win the Royal Rumble and screw you guys. Um, that's a tough, hard call, though. But because you've seen Brock, he, when he did his money in the bank, he waited to the last minute, F5 the guy. And that's true. You're title. right. Yep. So, I mean, this was this was Roman's... Roman waited to sign the contract until the match was in progress. Which is, is that even a thing? 
No. I feel like you have to do that before the match like starts. Before the bell rings, you should get, you should yeah. get the contract signed. That, that was a little... Yeah, like, that was kind of bending, like, the whole kayfabe for me, like, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't a fan of that part. Um, Honestly, I felt that the SummerSlam match was better than this one, because, like, they put in some dumb stunts in both matches, like, last match when Braun cut up the um, mat. Yes. To try to... That was dumb. Yeah. And then... This time, when they were so powerful, these two, when the uh, uh, immovable object meets an unstoppable force, they, and they broke the ring, and then like the, the ref had to make himself fly out the ring because, yeah, that might have been the worst match of the night. Probably. Because it, it was so contrived. It was so yeah. contrived. It was. Because what? Why? Why the hell did these guys beat the crap out of each other for I don't know ten, fifteen minutes, and then Roman just comes in and. It just didn't make sense. Like, even the ring falling apart thing was whatever. So dumb. That only worked one time. Was big uh, didn't, didn't that happen at ECW as well? When Bam Bam fell through the ring? Yes. That that worked to me. Yep. That worked. Um, they had Brock suplex Big Show, and then that broke the ring. On that, like a yeah. SmackDown. That also works, but this yeah. one did not work. No, I, I was not a fan of what they did. Um, no. Now, on SummerSlam, when when Reigns came out and claimed house, it was kind of well, it, it was kind of cool. But this time it was now right. also. They made Braun, yeah, Braun Strowman. Braun looks so weak. Compared made to him look so yes, look he looks yeah. so weak, like he was a pawn. He was just like a, a insignificant nothing. It's like why am I here? Yeah, cause now, um, did you watch SmackDown? Oh, I guess it would be tonight. No, uh, no. So it has been two weeks because SmackDown came on last week, and and didn't Roman explain like why like he became like a Heyman guy? No. Oh. Last week he signed his contract, or last week is when he came out as a Hammond guy. Okay. So hopefully, uh, as we record this, uh, we'll get a reason as to why he's a Hammond guy now, because uh, I think there's something that, that we should probably find out. And what's going to happen when Brock when and if no, you're good. When when it, when and if Brock comes back? Um, I don't know. Because Brock and Roman aren't friends. Uh, well, right now they're talking that uh, Brock's a free agent, allegedly. But so. isn't Brock also stuck in Canada? Is he? That's what I, I heard. I mean, technically, yeah. Because he, he, he can't leave right now with all the the pandemics. And, I mean... He can go to Stampede Wrestling. I mean, he can reopen Stampede Wrestling. Oh, God, yeah. With Bruce Hart, maybe. Up in Calgary, Alberta. Calgary. Now, why did Brock move to Canada anyway? Because, like, wife isn't from Canada, is she? No, she's got a farm up there. Why? I mean, like, why choose Canada? He's from Minnesota. I mean, he's pretty close. Is it? I don't know my states. Isn't Minnesota, like, up, up here? Somewhere. <laughs> I, don't know. I I thought I thought the Minnesota was a city. 
So you're asking the wrong Minnie, person. Minnie, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Minnesota. Yep, 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 yep. All I know is I normally have to fly through Minnesota if I'm flying somewhere. <laughs> See, yeah, so like it probably is like at the top somewhere, but yeah. Um, yeah. See, and the thing about uh, uh, real quick here, um, AEW and Impact are getting too packed too. Like, there's too, there's too much talent. There's too much talent in wrestling right now because uh, there's not room for everybody who gets screwed over from WWE to go to AEW. Nope. Especially in if they're trying to build their own stars. Uh, be, besides uh, Matt Cardona, he's the only person I can think of who who has deflected. Who's getting like a lot of screen time? Because uh, our uh, is the is the revival getting like a lot of screen time? Yeah. Hmm. FTR, they got they're in the tag title match at the pay per view on Saturday. Oh, uh, what does F- FTR stand for? Fear the revolution. Okay. Something like that. It was fuck the revival. <laughs> That's. Because that's the the young bucks on their show would always say, or Cody Rhodes would always say, "Fuck the revival." <laughs> and then they got a cease and desist order from WWE because they're referencing their characters. So then they just uh, start saying FTR. Then they're like, "No, you can't say FTR." Because <laughs> then the revival started using FTR forever. The revival, mm-hmm. and now they're just going by FTR. Which is fear the fear the revolution or fear the something fear <laughs> the something because I think they were going to go by the revolution but there's another team somewhere yeah on the yeah. Indies called the revolution so they're going fear the revolution so FTR yeah um, and then like last I'll say that of all of the people who are moving on. The person I feel the most sorry for is Heath because one, Heath is a dumb name to just go by just Heath. Yeah. He should got like a new last name or something. Then two, he got fired from WWE. Now he's begging for a job at Impact. That's he's his begging, and then he's trying he to get hashtags. He was begging for a job in WWE. <laughs> that makes sense, though. Like you would think that because he was in the WWE, he, he, he would. He would have to beg for a job from them. And then, like, right. he's like, everybody, baby, do a hashtag for me. And no one's doing a hashtag. He had, like, three fucking hashtags. So it's not it's not going to get he, he a no. job at all. Nope. Hashtag Heath 2020. Yeah. And then uh, Brian Myers is the most professional wrestler. And what does that even mean? Is that his gimmick? The yeah, most professional he's wrestler? The most professional wrestler. Then, he like, he's always on time. You should just be figure collector. Yeah. <laughs> and just just roll with it as his gimmicks. Because I hate to say it, but uh, the the, pe- the guys from um the, the major wrestling figure pie are better being personalities than wrestling. Because Matt Cardona is also trash wrestling. He's trash on the mic. Brian Myers is really trash on the mic. But I enjoy them in their in their capacity of their YouTube program. I do too, yeah. But in terms of wrestling, trash. In every conceivable way. Promos, work rate, they're bad. Like, Brian Myers matches look like he's he's counting one and two and one and two and one and two. Like, they're all rehearsed for, okay. move by move. 
It's bad. It's really bad, man. I see why they got no play at WWE. They aren't, although they've been in the industry, they've been in that industry for probably twenty years. They look like amateurs still. Yeah. It's True. bad. Okay, uh, we, we've probably gone on for long enough. Is there anything else you need to say about uh, the rants of the show? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think we've said enough yes. of payback. We have, I think we've we said more than enough. Probably have said more than enough. <laughs> Judging by uh, how long this thing is, we've said more than, more than enough. But all right. Uh,